So how do you overcome overwhelm? And how is it that you fight against frustration when frustration is fighting against you? You are listening to the Empowered Her Podcast. This is Adele Mitchell of MothersWithLove.com. Today, we're going to be talking about coping with the hard things. So stay tuned. I'll be talking about this topic and more. Listen, if you are a weary mom struggling to find joy in your everyday life and along your journey of motherhood, I want you to have my book entitled Weary Mom, Don't Give Up. Listen, Galatians 6 and 9 says for us to not be weary in well-doing. We must understand that we shall reap a harvest if we don't give up. So weary mom, I've come to encourage you today. Don't give up. I want you to know that there is glory after this. To everything, there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. Weary Mom, Don't Give Up. It's a book that was designed to help you to overcome weariness, turn your worry into worship. It's available for you right now. Head on over to the website at motherswithlove.com to order your very own copy today. Welcome and thank you for joining the Empowered Her podcast. I'm Adele Mitchell of MothersLove.com. And listen, today we're talking about coping with the hard things. Coping with the hard things. At some point in our lives as human beings, most of us, all of us, at some point in time are going to face difficulty. We're going to face hard times hard and difficult things that may very well even shake us to the very core of our being. And at those times, having strong coping strategies can make a huge difference in your life. If you have lived through the year 2020 and beyond going into 2021, it's safe to say that you have endured some type of hardship. It's safe to say that you have endured um, difficulty. Even now in 2021, some of us are still struggling with um, things that even transpired in 2020. And if I had to associate words to um, the emotions or feelings that many of us are, many of you have been feeling Um, The word pain comes to mind or maybe even grief, discomfort, anxiety, depression, loneliness, and the list just goes on and on for many of you. But I want you to know first off that pain is a real thing. Anxiety, grief, pain, all of these are very real human emotions. Emotions that should not be ignored or displaced for any reason. 
It's important that we have a healthy discuss discussion or conversation about what we're feeling and the negative or hard emotions that we are experiencing in our lives so that our mental and emotional health don't fail. And so when you're feeling emotional, when you're faced with hardships, when you're really dealing with the circumstance, the question is, what do you do? Well, I want to say, first of all, that what you're experiencing, it matters. What you're feeling, uh, the pain, the grief, it matters. It may not seem like it matters to your children or your spouse or your, your boss or your co-workers or the people around you. Sometimes it, it can feel as though this this feeling, these emotions have overtaken you. And it, it they, they don't always seem to matter to the people around us as much as they matter to the person who is experiencing the hardship. But I wanted to say to you today that your your feelings, your emotions, your circumstance, what you're going through, it does matter. And not only does it matter to you, but it matters to God. God is concerned about you. And no one wants to feel these types of hard emotions. And it's certainly not always easy for us to talk about and express to other people. And so what happens is we often tend to cover up or hide these emotions um, because of the fear and overall anxiety of how we're going to be perceived by our peers, our families, our friends, um, our coworkers, and those around us. There's a fear of being perceived in a negative way. And, and so we take the emotion and we cover it up or we sweep it under the rug as if it does not exists and yet you're still on the inside coping or barely coping or not coping at all with the hard things that you're experiencing in your life. But can I say this to you, that one way or another, it's going to come out of you. And so if you find yourself extremely frustrated, it's going to begin to come out and affect those around you. It's going to uh, manifest on your children. It's going to affect your relationship with your spouse. It's going to affect the relationship of the people around you and the relationship that you have with the people in your life that are dearest to you. And we don't want you to begin to take out your frustrations on your children or your spouse and create this war within your home or within the relationships with the people that you hold dear and love. And so it's important that we have a healthy conversation um, about how do we live on the other side of overwhelm? How do we overcome? And what does God have to say to us about who we are, what we feel, and how to really cope with the hard things in life? I believe that it's important for us to realize that as we face difficulty in life, whatever it is, because again, we are human and difficulty and hardships um, are just a part of the human experience. It's a part of what we experience in our lives. And if you've ever realized, and if you take a look back, you'll realize and understand that every hard thing that you've ever been through, it, it drew you closer to God. 
you know, you pray like you never prayed before. Uh, and so our, our, our hardships and difficulties are just a part of the human experience. But it's comforting to know, and we must remember that God has equipped us with some biblical principles. There's some biblical principles in place that allow us to properly handle and cope when we are faced with hardships and difficulty. And so today I want to share with you some of the ways that you can cope and handle and even endure the hard times when they come your way. It's important for you to realize and for all of us to really realize and know with a certainty that when we're faced with hardships, that we are not alone. I know you may be feeling alone. I know you may be feeling as if no one is there and no one cares. But can I encourage you today and remind you that God is always with you, that he promised that he would never leave you, nor would he forsake you. So you are not alone. Even if you feel alone, I want you to know that you are not alone. God is with you. And so we must understand that it's even a part of the human experience to face difficulty. The Bible tells us that many are the afflictions of the righteous. But he didn't leave us there with that. He says many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them out of them all. And so we understand that God is with us. We are not alone, and though we may face many afflictions, though we may face many trials and tribulations, God is with us. And not only is he with us, but he's going to deliver us out of all that we are experiencing. He doesn't say, I'm going to deliver them out of some of their troubles. He says, I'm going to deliver them out of them all. If we look at Deuteronomy 31 and 6, he says for us to be strong and of good courage. Fear not, nor be afraid of them for the Lord thy God. He it is that go with thee and he will not fail thee nor forsake thee. So don't be afraid. Be encouraged. Be of good courage today. Be strong in the power of the Lord. That he, and remember that he is with you wherever we go. And so because when we're going through and when we're in the very midst of a hardship or a difficult circumstance or a hard emotion like grief and frustration, fear or even anger, it's very difficult for us to see ourselves coming out of it. You know, when you're going through a hard situation, you know, they say it's easier said than done. When you're right there in the midst of the storm, it can be difficult for you to see yourself out of it. It can be difficult for you to see the light at the end of the tunnel. And so I've come to encourage you not to give up and to hold on because God is with you. And so I can hear some of you saying, it's like, how in the world am I going to get through this? I have never experienced this before. This, this Adele, this is just too hard. This is just too much 
for me and so what do I do how am I going to get through this I have no idea how to get to the other side I have no idea how I'm going to get through this situation but I want to encourage you see we must learn to look to the hills from which cometh our help and you're saying I have no idea Adele where my help is coming from I'm troubled on every side and I can't see help coming from anywhere because all I can see is trouble and pain and grief and frustration and overwhelm but look to the hills from which cometh your help for your help I tell you today is coming from the Lord and I want to say this that we are human and we are we are allowed to feel. We're allowed to have emotions. You know, the Bible tells us that there's a time to weep and there's a time to laugh. There's a time to mourn and there's a time to dance. If you're weeping, there's something wrong. There's you know, if you're mourning, there's a loss, there's grief, there's there's pain there. And so we understand that we are allowed to have human emotions and I want to say that because oftentimes some people are brought up believing or being taught that you're not allowed to feel you're not allowed to have emotion you're not uh, allowed to feel the way that you feel and nobody can tell you how to feel you feel how you feel but the key is being able to properly handle and cope with your feelings. The Bible even tells us to be angry and sin not. And so we are allowed to have these types of emotions. But the key is how do we handle them properly? And I want you to know that faith is the key. Surely when your heart is overwhelmed, you're allowed to weep and to cry. God understands that we are experiencing human emotions. And this is why in the book of Psalms, Psalm 61 and 2, the writer says, When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Who is the rock? Who, who is he speaking of here in this text? He says, When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. His name is Jesus. Jesus is hope for the hopeless, help for the helpless, a rock in a weary place. He is the rock of our salvation, the solid rock on which we stand, our steady and firm foundation. He's our help in a lowly place. The Bible says that it, his very name for the name of the Lord is a strong tower and so we have a place that we can go and this is how we're able to cope and deal with the pressures of life there's a name that we can run into and be safe his name is jesus and listen while i'm talking about the book of psalms can i just say that on a personal note i love 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 <laughs> the book of psalm um, I really love it because one of the reasons I love it for many reasons, but one of the reasons I do love the book of Psalm is because it reminds me that I'm allowed to have emotion. It, it, it reminds me that I'm allowed to feel 
And not only am I allowed to experience emotions as being a human in the earth, but also that God is not disconnected from me. He's not disconnected from us and how we feel. It's in these very human times of feeling or experiencing hardships that we must learn to look to the hills from which cometh our help. You got to know where your help is coming from. It's going to make the load easier. And so uh, uh, the writer, he begins to say, we go to Psalm 69 and 3, he begins to say uh, how overwhelmed he is. And what did he do? He began to cry out unto the Lord. And he tells the Lord in, in that chapter uh, of Psalm 69, he says, I'm weary of my crying. I'm so tired from just crying. Is anybody tired from just crying and dealing with the pressures of life and the weight that's on your shoulders that you, you can't even formulate words sometimes to express what you're feeling? All that you can do is cry. And he goes on to say that my throat is dried just from crying. He's, this is someone who is overwhelmed. He says that my eyes fail while I wait for my God. 69 and 3, Psalm 69 and 3. And then if we go down a little further into verse 17, he says, Hide not thy face from thy servant, for I'm in trouble. Hear me speedily. I've been there many a day where I'm like, Lord... Just just come closer to me. Don't don't hide your face from me. Because sometimes when we're going through, we feel like God is so far away. But God is literally just a prayer away. I thank God for the gift of prayer because it allows me to talk to God. It gives me a pathway where I can talk to God. And not only can I talk to God, but God can talk to me. And so he says, I'm in trouble, so hear me speedily. Is that your prayer? Lord, I'm in trouble. I'm frustrated. I'm overwhelmed. I'm, I'm, I'm grieving. There's too much pain. Lord, hear me speedily. Lord, hurry up and hear me and help me. He goes on into verse 18 and he says, draw nigh unto my soul and redeem it. Draw nigh unto my soul, not my body, but he says my soul. Listen, the writer, he, he was troubled from deep down within himself, his mind, his emotions. Everything was a wreck. And what did he do? He cried out to the Lord for help. He cried out to the Lord for help. And so you can't tell me that God is separated from us and what we're experiencing and what we're feeling. God is near unto us and he's concerned about what we're concerned about. He's, he's concerned about our soul. The writer here, he was truly going through. And then if we go down to chapter 70, the next chapter, he says, make haste, O God, to deliver me. In other words, hurry up and help me, Lord. That's somebody's prayer. Hurry up and help me, Lord. Make haste to deliver me. So 
what am I really saying? What I'm saying is that we see emotion, we see hardships expressed in great detail in the scriptures. These these are men and women of God and you know, we understand that they're human and they have experienced hardships and so shall we experience hardships we find this throughout the scriptures there's anguish there's grief there's despair there's overwhelm and yet there's joy and there's peace and there there's all of these emotions but if we can take note from psalm 77 where the writer says i cried unto god with my voice i want to encourage you today that you need to begin to cry out to the lord with your voice and god is not going to turn a deaf deaf ear to us when we cry because when the righteous cry the Lord answers he says I remember God and I was troubled I complained and my spirit was overwhelmed but it got real 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 good in Psalm 77 in verse 4 he says then that he began to remember the Lord even all of this that was happening and that he was experiencing all of the, the anguish and all of the grief and all of the pain and his soul was tormented. And he began to, to, to remember how God had delivered him before. How God had brought him out and how God had brought him through. And he says he began to commune within his own heart. In verse 6, chapter 77, he says he began to commune with his own heart and his spirit made diligent search. And so he started to think about the goodness of the Lord. And he realized something. He realized that it won't always be like this. He realized that if God brought him through before that the same God, the, the God that's the same yesterday, today and forevermore, that he's going to bring me through this too. So he began to encourage his soul. His soul began to be encouraged because he began to, to remember the Lord in his days of trouble. So how are we to cope? Remember the Lord in your day of trouble. Let not your heart be dismayed or discouraged because God is with you. We can rely on the rock. We can lean on God and we can cry out to the Lord with our voice. He's going to hear and he's going to answer. And so he realized that overwhelm was not going to always be um, able to overtake him, that his soul would not always be perplexed. And then you said, well, how do we know? <laughs> how do you know that it won't always be like this? Because listen, we are a witness. I am a witness to the power and the goodness of the Lord. You are a living witness to the power and the goodness of the Lord. If you begin to look back over your life, if you begin to remember the Lord, you're going to realize that God have always, 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 always carried you through. God has always made a way for you. 
You remember the last hardship you went through. You remember the last challenge, that last circumstance that you thought was going to take you out. And yet you're living, you're here today and you're able to confess that you made it through. You may not even understand how it happened, but somehow <laughs> you made it through. It's the goodness of the Lord. It's the mercies of the Lord. It's, it's of his mercies that we are not consumed. God, I praise you that your mercies are new every morning. Hallelujah. I'm excited about that. I thank God that I have not been consumed by my circumstance and what I've experienced in my life, but his mercies for me. And you got to declare for you, God's mercies for you are new Every morning, every morning when you open your eyes and the breath of life has been breathed into you and you inhale and you exhale and you realize that the mercies of the Lord are new for me today. We're not operating on yesterday's mercies, but God's mercies for me are new today. That's good news. <laughs> That's really, really, really good news. Praise the Lord. And so, can I tell you this too while we're talking? God is not in any way surprised by your trouble. See, God knew that trouble was coming before you ever knew trouble existed. And here's how good and great God is, he is a mighty God. He is the mighty God. And there's absolutely nobody like him in the heavens or the earth or beneath the earth. Listen, not only did God know that there was trouble coming your way, but guess what he did? He made a way out for you. He made a way of escape for you. He made a way for you to be able to overcome it. And so we rejoice in this. We give God glory for this because he, even though he knew trouble was coming and he permitted it to happen, he still made a way for us. And while I'm encouraging you and while you start praising God, because somebody should praise God right there. I feel like jumping and shouting myself. Can I tell you this? That God is not afraid of your trouble. When we are going through and trouble is in the midst, we, we kind of feel like God is far off in oblivion someplace. Like God is afraid of our trouble. Like we might be a little shook, but God is not afraid of your trouble. No, God is our refuge, our safe place, our safety and our strength. And the Bible declares that he's a very present help. God, I want you to know that God is present with you. He's present. He's a present help in times of trouble. And so you can rejoice and know that God is with you. How do we cope with the hardships? Listen, I can cope because I know that God is with me. Declare it to yourself. Speak it out of your own mouth. Come on. God is with me. Say it again. God is with 
me. He's present and he helps me in times of trouble. I want you to know that you're not alone and you're not forsaken. And therefore, we will not fear. If we look at Psalm uh, 46, verse 7, the writer here, he says, The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Listen, it got so good to the writer that he says it again down, down a little further in the, in the chapter, uh, verse 11. He says it twice. He says it again. He says, the Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. God is with us. And we have to believe it down deep in our soul. God is with us. And so we ask the question today, what do we do when we are faced with hard things? What do we do? How do we cope when things are challenging, when things are hard? Okay, well, let's break it down. What are just three things? I'm going to give you just three things based off of what we talked about today. What can we do to cope with the hard things? Number one, we must rely on the rock. Lean on God and his word. We got to learn how to put our trust in the unfailing God, once we realize and, and even take to remembrance of who God is. Because again, sometimes when, you, when you're when in it, when you're in the midst of that storm, you're just, you can get distracted. And so I've come to remind you to remember who God is. He's unfailing. The unfailing God of our salvation. So when our heart is overwhelmed, we lean on God. Not your situation, not your circumstance. We're not focusing on the situation or the circumstance. And while that may be easier said than done for some of you, let's be intentional, intentional about remembering who God is and keeping our focus, keeping our eyes on God. Listen, you may not be able to lean on friends or, or family or the people that you live with or the people in your life, but you can lean on God. He's not weak. He's not going to fail. He's not going to fall. You can lean on God and know for a certainty that he's going to be with you every step of the way. God is our firm foundation our refuge he never fails and knowing that very thing knowing that God is with us and that he never fails it helps us knowing that God is on our side it just makes coping with the hard things that much easier number two all right you with me number two <laughs> remember the Lord in your days of trouble how do we cope with the hard things? We're going to remember the Lord. 
in our days of trouble. I know that he's, he will, he will, he will deliver us. Just as he has done so, so many times before. Isaiah 26 and 3, let me give you this scripture. It says, thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee. If there's an absence of peace in your mind, if there's an absence of peace, it's because you've taken your mind off of the Lord. And we have to keep our minds stayed on him. And then number three, we're going to cry out to the Lord in prayer. We're going to cry out to the Lord in prayer. Why are we going to cry out to the Lord in prayer? Because when the righteous cry, the Lord not only hears, but he is sure to answer. Psalms 34, 17, he says, the righteous cry and the Lord heareth them and deliver them out of all of their trouble. Your troubles don't trouble God. He's not afraid and he's not far from us when we are experiencing trouble. He's that present help in times of trouble. And so we're going to cry out to God. Open our mouths, say something to the Lord in prayer. Because the Lord hears us. And he delivers us out of all of our trouble. Listen, I want to thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. This is Adele Mitchell of MothersWithLove.com. Be encouraged. Go forth in the joy, the power, and the purpose of God for your life. We'll see you next time. God bless.